Hello, and welcome to our podcast on What to the Slave is the Fourth of July by L. Dorney, Brooke Hessick, and Kayla Langus. The first question we are going to discuss is what was Frederick Douglass's American experience? I know that Frederick Douglass was a former American slave who escaped slavery and eventually became a leader of the abolitionist movement, so Douglass was not fond of his American experience. What do you guys think? Well, as revealed in his speech, What to the Slave is the Fourth of July, we begin to understand how bothersome the American slavery system was for African Americans, including Frederick Douglass. Paragraph 3 includes a quote that best captures the American experience of slaves like Douglas. It reads, What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. Moving on, how do you guys think his experiences impacted the ways that he communicated with others? Frederick Douglass's experiences impacted his beliefs, and his beliefs led him to share his perspectives with others like he did in his speech, What to the American Slave is the Fourth of July. He spoke to his audience in hope of sharing his message about what the Fourth of July truly signifies for African-American citizens. Yeah, I agree. It seems like Frederick Douglass wants others to become aware of the harsh experiences he and the slaves had to go through and that the inhumane systems of America's past isn't the first idea that comes to mind for many Americans when it comes to the 4th of July. The next question is, what connections can we make between Douglass's ideas and our world today? Similar to Douglas's anger with racist ways, people today continue to fight against ongoing racism. For example, a popular movement all around the U.S. began in 2020 as a response to the ongoing racism, which has been popularly referred to as Black Lives Matter, or for short, BLM. Similar to Douglas's abolitionist viewpoint of freeing African Americans of the cruel and racist system, the Black Lives Back- Black Lives Matter movement calls for justice for black communities as racism continues today. Yeah, that's right. I remember seeing anything from peaceful protests to violent riots over this issue. Just like many people don't see from Douglas's point of view when celebrating the 4th of July, many people don't see from the point of view of those who support BLM causing deeper conflicts. I remember that too. I still see signs saying BLM on their front lawns or clothing that says BLM. Our big idea question asks us to analyze the figurative language in paragraph one about streams. How does this section help you understand Douglas's ideas? An important quote full of literary devices in paragraph one reads, Great streams are not easily turned from channels worn deep in the course of ages. They may sometimes rise in quiet and stately majesty, refreshing and fertilizing the earth. They may also rise in wrath and fury, the accumulated wealth of years of hardship. It may dry up and leave nothing behind the sad tale of departed glory, as with rivers, so with nations. How do you guys think this helps us understand Douglas's ideas? I noticed that personification is used in the description of the streams as it gives it human characteristics like how it describes the risking stream as the wrath and fury of the river. It also uses metaphors like the accumulated wealth of years of hardship may dry, dry up and leave nothing behind to draw similarities between rivers and nations. It also uses many descriptive words to incorporate imagery that paints an image for the readers to better understand the connection that Douglas sees between streams and nations.
Yeah, I agree. This quote seems to communicate that nations have their times of glory and success as well as their times of hardship. Refreshing and fertilizing the earth refers to accomplishments like the independence of our nation and the wrath and fury signifies riots and protests of a nation like the riots and protests of the BLM movement. All of this, the ups and downs, even though the history never simply disappears, becomes a distant story of the past. Those are great ideas. Moving on, the big ideas question asks us what part of the speech we find particularly powerful and to explain why. I will start. In paragraph three, Frederick Douglass expresses that to him, your celebration is a sham, your boasted liberty and unholy license, your national greatness, swelling vanity, your sounds of rejoicing are empty and heartless. This quote really stood out to me. This quote is very emotional, and it proves to me how hurtful the 4th of July is for some while others celebrate the nation's independence. It made me realize that there are two entirely different attitudes towards America's Independence Day. This quote uses many words with negative connotations that really convey how African Americans feel about the celebration of Independence Day. Yes, I totally agree, especially because nowadays we celebrate the 4th of July as a positive historical reminder of our nation's independence. Many of us wouldn't have realized that the 4th of July could be such a miserable day for, full of terrible reminders for others. Yes, that quote really demonstrates how perspective and past experience affects how people see the 4th of July. Another significant quote I found in paragraph 4 reads, I see the bleeding footsteps on the way to the slave markets, where the victims are to be sold like horses, sheep, and swine. My soul sickens at the sight. This quote is very powerful because it is personal, as Douglas was a slave, so it is a sensitive subject for him. Remembering his experiences brings him back to the misery of his past. Yeah, for sure. In paragraph one, Frederick Douglass informs his audience as he, as he says, I have been able to throw my thoughts hastily and imperfectly together, and trusting to your patient and generous indulgence, I will proceed to lay them before you. This, for the purpose of this celebration, is the 4th of July. It is the birthday of your national independence and of your political freedom. This section helps us understand Douglas's ideas because after he had time to think about the nation's history that led to the nation to its independence, he, he formed his opinion that he believes that the 4th of July is not a celebration that is intended for him to celebrate. Brooke. Brooke, why do you think it is not intended for him to celebrate? Well, with his experiences as a former slave, he witnessed firsthand as well as underwent the cruel system of the nation. For this reason, the 4th of July isn't a day that makes him feel joy, but rather reminds him of the nation's cruel, cruel slavery system. Yeah, that makes sense. Basically, his experiences changed the entire meaning of the day for him. Yes, I actually have a quote in paragraph 3 that says, There is not a nation on the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of the United States at this very hour. This quote shows how the African Americans feel about slavery and reveals how it negatively affected them, explaining why they wouldn't want to celebrate a day that indicates a time that they were suffering so terribly. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed our take on what what to the slave is the 4th of July, and make sure to tune in for our next episode. Bye.